Hi, everyone. I'm Colin Tester of Wrestling.com. I'm joined by the baddest of all time, reigning Ring mm -hmm. of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Champion, Shane Taylor. Shane, how you doing tonight? Fantastic, bro. That's a hell of an introduction. I appreciate that. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. I mean, hey, I've got to give you a good introduction. I've got to say, ever since, ever since I started doing these interviews, you've been at the top of my list. You know, you've been really at the forefront of Ring of Honor. You've been a te television champion. You've, you've competed for the world title. Now heading into best in the world. You're a reigning six-man tag team champion. You're going to defend those belts on Sunday at the pay-per-view. So let's start there. I guess uh, first in a general sense, of course, best in the world. Fans will be back for the first time in Gosh, I guess 17 months. That's got to be really exciting. What, what are your thoughts about the return of fans? And just kind of share your thoughts on that. I'm excited. You know what I mean? Um, luckily for us, for myself, Khan, Moses, O'Shea, everybody in STP, we've been around the country doing shows, doing independent shows as well. So we've gotten acclimated to having fans back. Um, but there's nothing like that Ring of Honor atmosphere. There's nothing like the Ring of Honor fans that just bring so much passion, so much joy, um, so much excitement uh, to what we do. And that, that's what makes these events so special. Uh, so being back in front of these fans um, is going to have us at a whole new level. It's going to have us hype. Um, but I think from a uh, from a combat standpoint, from a, a game pa game plan standpoint, right? Uh, for people who haven't been in front of crowds like we have, maybe there's those nerves. Maybe there's you know um, they they'll find themselves a little flustered now that they've got all those eyes on them again. You know what I mean? So uh, we're going to use that to our advantage, um, and we're going to prove why we are the best in the world. Absolutely. I was just going to ask about that, uh, that acclimation to the fans being back, mm -hmm. being perhaps an advantage for you guys, because, you know, plenty of people haven't necessarily had the opportunity to wrestle around the country with live fans yet. We're, you know, with Ring of Honor, it's been shut down. It's been empty arenas. Right. So, you know, how do, how do you kind of intend to really maybe, you mentioned maybe uh, some sense of getting overwhelmed, but otherwise, you know, what do you, I guess I should say, what's kind of a preview of this match with maybe the oddball team, Dalton Castle, Eli Isom, and Dak Draper. Obviously, there's definitely a contrast there with Shane Taylor Promotions, a, a well-oiled unit versus this mm -hmm. trio of guys that have had some issues with each other. You know, what are your kind of thoughts on that match and, you know, just kind of break down your, your, this, this matchup here. I mean, sometimes I'll miss the track. I mean, so for us, uh, a team like Dalton Castle, uh, Eli Isom and Dak Draper are almost in, in some ways more dangerous than a team that knows each other, right? Because teams that know each other, right, they have tendencies, right? Even us, we, we have tendencies, we have go-tos, we, we know what the other person is thinking. Sometimes, right, if you're on your game, a team can take advantage of that because sometimes you can be predictable. But with a team like we're facing at best in the world, we've never seen them together. So there is no tape. Right. We know what they can do individually, but who knows how they're going to act, you know, when uh, it hits the fan. Who knows what Eli Isom is going to do if Dak's in trouble or vice versa or if Dalton's, it, you know, what I mean, there's just so many new factors at play. Um, so for us, uh, for, for people from the outside looking in, it looks like, you know, oh, well, you know, well, they've got no chance. But you're talking about three world class athletes, a former world champion in Dalton Castle, one, you know, three of the best athletes in ROH um, 
So you have to take every contender seriously. You have to take everybody, uh, whoever is in front of you, is the number one threat. You know what I mean? So for us, it's going to be sticking to our game plan, doing what we do, imposing our will, uh, trying to shut down the grappling of Dalton, the grappling of Dak, the high flying of Eli, um, and imposing our will like SCP does. Of course, it makes sense to stick to the game plan that got you, you know, stick to whatever got you to the dance. But you mentioned that that risk of predictability, you know, Mm -hmm. even in a general sense, how do you plan to kind of maybe combat that that risk of having a plan that's predictable and having the opponents be able to, to have that scouted and potentially capitalize on that? Well, the beauty of our plan is essentially like Tyson said, you know what I mean? Uh, everybody has one until they get punched in the mouth. And luckily, we punch people in the mouth very well and very hard. So for me, my game plan throughout my entire career has been centered on I'm going to hit you in the face until you decide you no longer want to get up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So um, for me, uh, it, it's, it's, it's everything that I do can be based on that. And we can change things up as we need to, depending on the situation, right? But our game plan is no secret. Uh, we walk in and we tell everybody exactly what we're going to do. And as of yet, nobody has stopped it. So um, uh, I'm sure the day will come, but I don't think it's going to be this Sunday. I mean, I, I can definitely get behind that. Like I said, you meant you credited. I should commend you for crediting uh, Castle, Isom, and Draper for maybe that uh, um, for their unpredictability for having that maybe ability to you know because they they don't have that tape that that could be an advantage in their corner. But for me, at least from on a, pr- a prediction standpoint, I've got to lean towards you guys uh, emerging victorious because. You know, you're the champions for a reason. You've been successful so far. And I definitely do want to talk about Shane Taylor promotions to the group here because you've been, mm-hmm. you're paired with the Soldiers of Savagery, Moses and Khan. And I think mm-hmm. that they are just two of the, you know, I'll say the, you know, the, the brightest stars of Ming of Honor. I think they're a really great tag team. Now you're being paired with you, a guy that's fought for the world title, a guy that's had an impressive reign as a TV title. I just, you know, I think that's great for them and for you kind of mutually so. But what are your thoughts on working with Moses and Khan? Uh, you know, just kind of working together as a unit, what do you see in them and uh, just as in general moving forward? Man, I see everything in them. And I saw it the day that I saw them at, at the dojo. I, I saw it when they just started to go on the road and nobody else knew what to do with them. They were just sitting there waiting. And I was like, oh, well, that's where y'all messed up. You know what I mean? Because I saw it right away. You know what I mean? Uh, And in talking to them, you know, we both have the same, well, we all have the same um, goals, the same vision. Um, And when we look at professional wrestling as a whole, especially when it comes to being African-American males in this sport, uh, we, we see what we want this sport to be the exact same way. And that's what Shane Taylor Promotions is, is all about. Uh, bucking those trends, tearing down those stereotypes, um, and creating the, creating the industry, creating the sport, creating the opportunity that we want not only ourselves to have, uh, but the generations after us to have as well. Uh, so once we all sat down and figured out we were all on the same page, the rest was just a formality. Then that's why you see the, the chemistry on screen and off. And for me, I don't think there is a more cohesive unit. I don't think there is a more talented unit uh, from top to bottom in every aspect of this sport than STP is right now. 
um, and watching Khan and Moses learn, grow, uh, get better uh, on the mic, in the ring, just gain that confidence and watch them come into their own has been absolutely incredible to watch and and to play a small part in that because they do all the work. You know what I mean? All the work is them. I, I put them in positions to be successful and they go out there and kill it. You see what I'm saying? Um, so for me, it's, it's truly a joy. Um, someone asked me what, which title win of mine felt better, whether it was the TV title or the six man. And for me, I said the six man, right? Because I already know what it's like to be a champion in ROH. And when I won the TV title, it was vindication. Right. Um, but winning the six-man titles and knowing it was their first title, they get to etch their names in history. Nobody can take that away from them. And we did it the way that we wanted to. And we did it while being us and nobody else. I mean, it, it doesn't get any better than that. Absolutely. And I, I think there's definitely something to be said for the fact that, again, as a guy that's been there, that's been a champion, you're kind of lifting these guys up and bringing them to if not that level, at least a higher level like that. So I, I can definitely get behind that. And that kind of leads me to my next question. You mentioned uh, when you're explaining that, that uh, as you know, Shane Taylor Promotions, you've got this common goal to really break down those stereotypes, to really uh, create or, or change the business to be the way that you want to be. And mm-hmm. I feel like I kind of have to ask in a way, you know, how, what sets you guys apart from, you know, we've seen other groups it feels like with, with a somewhat similar goal, even in recent months, we have, we've had the Hurt Business in WWE. We have Hit Row Records in NXT there as well. It just feels like right. there are a couple of groups kind of with some some kind of at least vague outline of that idea. But what sets you guys apart in that in that uh, mission to do that? I think what separates us is the work that we're willing to do outside of the ring and outside of the sport. Um, a lot of people, and this is not talking about those groups, everybody there is extremely talented um, and, and, and lead in, in their own way. Um, but for us, there's, there's so much more to this life than what goes on inside the ring. You see what I'm saying? And, and there's so many people that get thrown off track before they ever get a chance to get into a school, to get into a promote, get into a promotion, to get into a company, whether it be major or otherwise. Not only do we, try to break some of the stereotypes in the sport, but we try to break them in society as well. We try to educate as many people as we can um, through whether it be business or any other thing like, like, like that. We try to prepare people and give people opportunities on platforms that they normally would, that they normally would not get uh, because a lot of times um, it is that not necessarily a lack of talent, uh, but a lack of opportunity that stops a lot of people, especially when, when it comes to minorities in this sport. Um, so I think we're in a unique position to be able to not only face competition from major companies, but also face competition from independent companies as well and help raise that stock, help raise that name value, help bring other people up, just like you mentioned. Um, so I think that is what separates us from those other groups is the ability right now and the platform to be able to not only bring ourselves up, but bring other people with us and inspire uh, the way the other groups do. 
you know, I mean, I can even just uh, generally seeing what you guys, you know, wrestle at any number of independent shows, seeing some p uh, pictures on Twitter, you definitely are getting out there, uh, you know, mm -hmm. building this brand, both that benefits you guys as a group. And as you said, even just the whole, even the whole business and even the next generation going forward. So, you know, it definitely is remarkable. And for me, one of the first times that, you know, I've, I've watched your work as a TV champion. I saw you guys uh, form Shintaro Promotions and all of that. But for me, uh, along that same vein of, you know, trying to kind of break those those stereotypes and those those models or, or what have you. When you faced Roosh uh, for the world title in your pre-match promo, you're talking about that. And uh, essentially, this was back in February, so just don't mind if yeah. I paraphrase, but basically it was something that, along the lines that, you know, a lot of the times in the, in the wrestling business, a guy like you isn't always in that spot. You know, it was a championship edition of Ring of Honor Wrestling, world title match, main event, you know, this very uh, highly anticipated match. And, you know, unfortunately, just throughout history that that has not always been the case and now uh, yeah. here you are you've worked so hard obviously to get here to this point and mm -hmm. uh you know obviously the match didn't go the way you want to and we, and we could talk about that but at least mm -hmm. in hindsight what did that really mean to you challenging for the world title in that spot i mean it 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 sort of was like um uh, my chase to the tv title you know what i mean uh, in the history of roh there's only been two other african-american males to win that title i was the third uh that was that would be jay lethal and kenny king um jay is the only one to uh be able to win the world title and granted he's done that on, on two occasions now um but for me especially when you start to get into uh society how they're trained to think how they're misinformed as to what black culture is what it can what what it can be particularly when it comes to black males. Um, I did not want to be any of the five general characters that they have, you know, black males portray. That's just not who I am. Um, yes, I've seen all that, been through all that, but at some point you have to decide where you want the trauma to end and where you want to start building from. Um, and for me, there's enough of that on TV. There's enough of that in music. There's enough of that in movies. There's enough of that in just about any form of entertainment that you see. So for me, I decided that I wanted to be something else. And I've taken different aspects um, of some of the boxers that are near and dear to my heart where it comes to, hold on real quick. Hi. Night night. Hi. Okay. <laughs> Uh, dad life comes first you know what i'm saying so uh, um so with that being said i take uh, what i wanted to be and who i am is uh to take the showmanship of floyd to be able to talk you into a fight talk you into the in the into the into the building make you love or hate me re, re, regardless of where your stance is once I get in the ring, hit like Tyson, but once I'm outside of it, lead like Ali. Um, and so that's what Shane Taylor is. Um, and most importantly, I say things that I believe I'm willing to stand on that and I'm willing to fall on my sword because of it. And a lot of times that makes a lot of people very nervous because they're not used to someone like myself speaking the way that I do about the things that I do. And when you get into these corporate settings, a lot of times um, it rubs people the wrong way. Now that doesn't mean I'm lying. 
it just means they don't like to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm someone who takes those risks those risks because I come from the places that I'm talking about. So I speak for the people because I know what it's like to be at the bottom looking up, right? And just because I've been successful doesn't change the outcome of everybody else behind me. Um, so when you get to a position where somebody like that is competing to be the number one guy in a company, that's special. Uh, that moment, you know, I was prepared. I was ready. Um, I don't think anybody has brought the fight to Roosh like I did. Um, but that moment was taken, right? So we were denied that moment. I, I was denied that history. Uh, but my goals re- remain the same, you know, establish my legacy, not just in R- ROH, but in this sport, help my guys establish theirs and then leave no doubt as to exactly who we are. Um, and that starts that, that, that starts with defending our titles at best in the world. And it continues um, when I win the ring of honor world championship at some point, because um, I want the ring of honor world championship again, to be synonymous with, uh, with excellence, with, leadership with innovation with being progressive all the things that ring of honor was known for that we kind of lost our way i want to bring that back um and to me it's not uh pure wrestling is not going to do it um strictly violence is not going to do it it's a combination of all of that to be willing to go up against anybody at any time however they want to walk into their house play by their rules and still win. Um, you know, uh, Mike Tyson had a great quote and said, in order to be the greatest that ever lived, you have to beat everyone living. And for me, that, that just rings true. I, I don't care who it is, what style they have. The Ring of Honor World Champion should be the baddest dude in the company. And right now, they don't call Roosh the baddest man in, R- in ROH. That's my title. And it is. So uh, you, you beautifully set up my next question as I was going to ask. I feel like I have to every, every interview. I'm Ring, of, <laughs> Ring of Honor, a company that is, uh, you know, f- I'll say filled with many, uh, several stables or factions at this point. And you mentioned, uh, if not by name, but by style, you've got the Foundation, you've got Violence Limited, you've got Olfaction, Ingo Bernable, The Righteous even. Uh, and right. even, you know, beyond that, you could, you could count in the OGK and obviously here with you, uh, Shane Taylor Promotions. But, right. you know, with all these groups floating around there, with all these groups trying to uh, accomplish any number of means in Ring of Honor, what's, what sets Shane Taylor Promotions apart uh, from you know, a solid lineup of other factions that are trying to do in some ways, not the same thing, but you know, you mentioned uh, winning the world title, what being one of your goals, obviously the other factions want it as well, but how, like, mm-hmm. what, just what sets you, sets you guys apart? I, I, I think more than any other group, uh, and it may sound cliche, but there really is that sense of family when it comes to Shane Taylor promotions. We, uh, we will fight harder not only for ourselves, but for each other than anybody else will. Um, and, and I think that's going to be something that carries us further because uh, when, when, when you look at different groups, they're all motivated by different things, right? E- even within the group, they may have a common goal, but they're all motivated by different things, 
we're all motivated by the same thing going towards the same goal. And so, so I think when we get into the mix and when it, when we get into the fire, that's going to play out and that's going to help us rise above every other group in the company, whether they want to believe that or not, whether management wants to believe it or not, whether people want to act like they don't see us here or not, it doesn't matter because eventually they can argue amongst themselves. They can, you know, fight, fight, fight all they want to. Eventually we're still going to be standing there. And they're going to have to deal with us. We're not going anywhere. Right. So um, we look forward to each and every one of those uh, encounters. We, we've already mixed it up with the found, with the foundation, with LFI, um, seen a little bit of violence unlimited through singles matches. You know what I mean? A few tags here, here and there. Uh, but we're excited about all of it. Cause like I said, I don't think as a unit, there is a better group than STP uh, in any aspect of the sport. It's hard, hard to disagree with that. I mean, we're running out of time, but I do want to ask, we've talked about the past, talked about the present, we're the best in the world, but looking forward to the future here, uh, both short-term and long-term. Uh, short-term, uh, in August, Ring of Honor returning to Philadelphia for Glory by Honor, and we, you had mentioned at least briefly that Kenny King uh, denied you a chance to make history in Ring of Honor in that world title match, and at least for me as a fan, I've got to imagine Kenny King's probably got to be at the top of your list for a guy that you're uh, probably chomping at the bit to get, to get in there with, am I right? Yes and no. Um, yes, because I owe him something, and he cost me. And he cost me something. But just like I tried to explain um, when I talked about it, um, who I'm trying to be and what I'm trying to be um, is a leader in and out of the ring. Um, I try my very best uh, to keep my head level because I know where I'm from and I know who I used to be. Right. What Kenny did, it steps into the realm, at least as far as that revenge factor goes, into who I used to be. And that's not exactly what I want to do right now. That's not there's, – there's, there's, there's too many things. There's too much on, on the line for me to take a step back into that world. Um, and like I told – and I, like I told him, he doesn't want me there. I don't want to go there. So the best thing for us to do is just kind of stay on opposite sides of the street. Uh, that way he stays safe and I don't have to, you know, flip that back on. Right. But if there comes a time where he decides he wants to cross the street, I'll deal with it when it happens. And Kenny King will get what's coming to him. I'm not going to seek it out, but I'm damn sure not going to run away from it either. Fair enough. But if not for Kenny King, then uh, just in a general sense, moving forward, I guess both who do you kind of, is there any, anybody that you want to uh, get in the ring with at this point, maybe that you haven't faced at least recently. And then in a more broad sense, kind of moving forward here into the summer and even the fall, you know, what it's your goal slash the goals for St. Taylor promotions uh, in, in this next stretch here with fans returning, with Ring of Honor entering an exciting new chapter here. Uh, my our goals as a unit are to be the most dominant six man tag team champions in the history of ROH. Uh, I was able to, to to do that minus maybe one name with with the TV title. Uh, but we want those six man titles to be synonymous with STP the way the tag titles are with with with, with the Briscoes. Um, 
and for that to be something that people remember. Now we get to do that with fans returning. So we get to um, just show everybody, you know, if they haven't been watching, we get to show them live and in person exactly who the hell we are. Um, And I'm excited. Um, And then for me personally, it's again, I want with, uh, with O'Shea, in the mix now, I want to make him a champion in ROH. Um, and, and of course, like I said, uh, I want the Ring of Honor World Championship. I want um, I want that to be the title that everybody is talking about again. I It pisses me off to look at like websites or, or like dirt sheets or, or, or whoever. And they go, you know, list list the top world champions and the ROH world champions not there or not listed. It's bullshit. Uh, sorry to cuss, but it is. Um, especially when you look at the fact we've sort of molded the entire industry when you look at who the top stars in just about any company are. Um, so for me, it's not only putting respect on my name, but respect on the name of ROH too. Um and anybody that doesn't like that, I just don't give a damn. Uh, but that's the goal. And, and it's an admirable one. And that, that goal will definitely continue this Sunday at Ring of Honor Best in the World. Obviously, again, a very exciting pay-per-view. Live fans will return Sunday, 7 p.m. Uh, for hour one, 8 p.m. the main show. Got to check it out. As I said before, Shane, you'll be in action defending those six-man belts. And I wish you the very best of luck. And uh, absolutely, I thank you for your time today. And I wish you luck uh, at, at Best in the World and moving forward. Thank, thank you, man. Appreciate thank you very it. Much. Thank you for your time today. Yes, sir.